in the know for Monday, October 11th, the 284th day of 2021. There are 81 days left in the year. Good morning, MB. Guiding you through in the know at K105. On Litchfield Country Station, 1039 The Moose. Live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Twitter Connect. And the hashtag is in the know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. What a busy weekend across the sports landscape. And all back into a regular routine today as we approach the middle of October. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In The Know. If I can get the buttons to work correctly over there, settling into my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire is my beautiful wife, the beautiful girl. It's me. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Everything everything takes a few days off. The buttons take a few days off. Yeah. The softwares take a few days off, and so it takes a minute yeah. to get them kind of back and going. I think everything is a little bit sluggish. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in, including Kids, including mamas. self. Absolutely. I <laughs> uh, kind of had a little of a uh, little bit of a break, enjoying the last yes. bastions of uh, of warm weather and summer. And now you're full on. Are you full into Halloween mode now? Um, I think so. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you got all the decor out, or you still got more to add as far as decorations I go? I don't know that I'm going to add any more. Okay. It's just more to put up. I have observed that I haven't seen any Halloween candy lying around the house anywhere. Do you think that will be an addition at some point in time at some uh, point. during this season? Okay, good, because I uh, can't miss out on the uh, on the good Halloween candy. He is the five-time winner of the coveted Ohio News Honk Award. He's the two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Cincinnati. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Uh, good. Hey, uh, six and oh. Yeah. I just, I've been waiting. I've been waiting yeah. since Saturday night just to look at you and say, yeah. six and oh, who'd have thought it? <laughs> Look at us. <laughs> I mean, well, I don't know about us. I mean, we, we did it. We, we cheered hey, a lot. Hey, but. I had a hand in it. Well, that's if true. I, if I wasn't there last Saturday, they wouldn't have won. Yeah, I haven't seen you since your trip to Kroger Field last uh, last Saturday, but uh, it was a it was a big night. It was almost as if uh, the Saturday Saturday this past Saturday night was a little bit of a letdown because the game was over at halftime. I, see, I kind of liked that. <laughs> My nerves were a little bit better than they were, you know, at about the same time on the previous Saturday. Yeah, I can see that. Where but, uh, uh, it was happening right in front of me. Well, what a big week it's going to be. We'll talk a little bit more about it. It was not a good day to be a kicker in the NFL yesterday. You know, do we need to go here? It wasn't just your Bengals that had had problems. There were kicking problems all over the league yesterday on a day when when kickers had sort of been being bragged on for um, you know, it's kind of routine to hit 50 yarders now, and then yesterday they struggled even with the most simple. It, so. it was a tough day to be a Bengals fan, which is most days. Yeah, well, but. it was an easy day to be a Cowboys fan. I noticed it was an easy day well, to be a Titans fan yesterday. Definitely not so one of those. Not, uh, not, not too bad. So, and then the Chiefs. I, I didn't expect the Chiefs to. Bills are good. I know they are, but it's the, the Chiefs have had their struggles even into this weekend. Uh, weather-wise, scattered thunderstorms are going to return this evening. We've had uh, you know a dry spell. We're going to have above-average temperatures most of the week. Despite some clouds overhead, we're going to see a warm day ahead. Temperatures rise into the 80s. It'll be a bit breezy as well, so it's kind of odd. You get warm temperatures, but you get a little bit of a breeze to kind of th- keep things cool. Uh, for the above normal temperatures will continue through most of the week. Highs stay mainly in the 80s. And then a strong cold front sweeps through on Friday, increasing rain chances for pushing much cooler air into the region for the weekend. So we're going to keep an eye on the actual timing of the arrival of rain chances coming up on Friday and Saturday. We'll tell you why that could be I, significant. Did I not call this? Later on in I the I said we had program. Friday night football, these beautiful nights. I said there's gonna be one that it's gonna be uh it's gonna be a nightmare and True. But you've been blessed with some good ones so yeah, far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So which means that we gotta pay the band. Gotta pay pay the price. Gotta gotta pay the band. Um, and we'll talk more about the band later on in the in the show today. I, I don't know about you all, but I'm feeling much more at ease now and relaxed that the debt ceiling has been raised 
that uh, <laughs> that McConnell and uh, Schumer's and Pelosi's, et cetera, that they figured out a way to not shut the government down. And so we don't have to deal with this again until December. It does seem like about every 60 days we're having to deal with some level of of uh, of shutdown, but no government shutdown as a result, trying to get, you know, paying attention to what's happening in the world around. Uh, close to home, the Grayson County Health Department has reported over 100 new COVID-19 cases reported between Tuesday and Friday of last week. The 102 new cases raised the total of uh, COVID cases uh, from the beginning of the pandemic to 4,614. One newly confirmed death was also announced, raising the toll to 77. 93 have been reported, but that's leaving uh, 16 awaiting confirmation. As far as active cases, you'll remember a few weeks ago we were north of 500 at any given time. On active cases, we are now down to 230, which is up 40 from Tuesday, but that's kind of a, a cumulative effect of testing. I think that even if testing is available seven days a week, Let's just say that it is. And let's say that labs function seven days a week at normal capacity. It is human nature to, for whatever reason, well, I don't want to go give up my weekend to go get tested. I'll wait until first of the week and go get tested. And so I think that's why you'll see a progression. So what you want to see is a week over week. You want to see what this Tuesday through Thursday or Tuesday through Friday does to see how much improvement we're making. But we are at a 64.9 incidence rate, about, well, certainly uh, approaching 25% of where it once was. We were closing in on, you know, we were high 180s for a while. So uh, to get to be at a third of that and then approaching 25% of that, if we can get down into something reasonable, I will be... I will be happy. I think the Bashir family is on uh, taking a little bit of a break this week, so the, the the reports that we get from the governor's office may be a little bit on a change of schedule coming up this week. Good so for them. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, they, good, good. <laughs> any any pot, good for them. <laughs> they, like, uh, go enjoy it. <laughs> They've yeah. They've <laughs> any politician go take a break. They've had a long they've had a long holler. Uh, the, speaking of the governor, he floated the idea last week. I didn't know about it until uh, yesterday that he wants to reward frontline workers who stayed on the job during the pandemic. Uh, he delved deeper into the proposal on Thursday for rewarding workers who put themselves at risk through the public health crisis to provide essential services. And um, he said he sees bonuses going to workers who provided essential services, including those having considerable interaction with the public. He mentioned, again, healthcare staff, emergency responders, educators, grocery store workers, and factory workers employed by companies deemed essential during the pandemic. He went on to later include that maybe they would talk about those involved in farming operations, sanitation employees, uh, people who kept the electric grid up and running, uh, those who kept information flowing. I don't know. <laughs> um, but, I, you know, I, I think as someone who... We did get officially deemed essential, and and I think that we were, but I don't think that we're necessarily – I don't feel essential in the way of someone who was keeping us fed or keeping you know the lights on or keeping us alive or that type of thing. So I, 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 I get it that we were needed more than ever during that time and maybe still are, so I appreciate that. However, I think that the fact that post – you know, the, the most troublesome period – for the people who were frontline and stayed on, maybe is an indication that we have too much COVID money. You know, if we're where we are now and we're still figuring out a way to place it, if we've got $400 million laying around, we're going to say, you know what, let's do, let's, let, let's give you guys who, who worked real hard, let's give you all, let's give you a reward. Now, I don't know how many people would decline it and say no, but from a fiscal conservative standpoint is it necessary at this point you know we were able to we were able to stay working we were able to get stimulus payments like other people were etc so I, I don't know how i feel about it really i just i don't know it feels I mean, a little I, like pandering it feels like again i don't know how many people are going to decline and say oh no i refuse to take your your reward or your bonus or whatever it might be i i just 
I, I don't I don't really understand. Uh, some of the other headlines today. Three people have been arrested after going on a crime spree in Grayson and Breckenridge counties and leading police on a high-speed chase before crashing on the parkway and fleeing on foot. This happened early Saturday morning, also known as late Friday night. About 2 o'clock, the LPD was dispatched to the 100 block of Cavemill Road. A resident reported seeing someone breaking into a vehicle. Multiple officers arrived in the area, didn't immediately find the people or the uh, the vehicle, a white Hyundai, but uh, they scoured the area for about 15 minutes and found the um, found the Hyundai on Brandenburg Road, and then led into what Clarkson Sam, and then yeah, it went, you know, on a, went on a went on on the Parkway a big and time you, race. You can read about it all at K105. And then I know they were hunting for one of them have throughout the, the Clarkson area. What yeah. are these Louisville people doing in Litchfield? Didn't we tell you all if you can't behave, <laughs> stay in Jefferson County? That's. That's not just my rule. I think that should be everybody's everybody's rule. I did see a neat headline yesterday. The Grayson County uh, High School's Kaylor Decker has announced his commitment to play college football at Greenville University. He is the second Cougar um, in his second year as a Cougar starting QB. He is uh, 45 61 for 519 yards, five uh, touchdowns. Also happens to be the team's leading rusher with 400 yards on 49 attempts. Sam, this is good, yes? Yeah, anytime you get a player who plays the next level, it's it's really good. And, you know, Kaler's a good kid, so it's, it's really good to hear. Well, you it know, should make Grayson County people very happy. What do you know about Greenville University? This is not Greenville, Muhlenberg County. Correct. Yeah, Greenville <laughs> University that's in <laughs> Illinois. Okay. So it's it's outside of St. Louis in that kind of realm of, of Illinois. Mm-hmm. I guess to us that would be the classification. They might not classify themselves as outside of, of St. Louis, but it's close to St. Louis. Four and two, I think, this year right now. Okay. Uh they have a coach who's been there a while, so it seems like it's it's a good fit. I know he also had an offer from uh, Carthage College, I believe is who it was, in Wisconsin. But I guess he, he felt this was the best fit for him, and that's great. And I know I'll be cheering for him. Um, I know we're all Greenville Panther fans here now. That's right. The reason I was asking in particular about Greenville, there are several small and large Greenville's like Greenville, South Carolina is a good sized mm-hmm. town. So that could have easily um, been there. So I was asking the specifics of where it is, I guess, back to normal routine for Cougar football team this week, trying to host Ohio County, trying to wash the Brett County off. of. Yeah, them. I think, I think this bye week kind of came at a good time. Yeah. I think they just kind of needed a little bit of a break and I think they're back and I think they're excited to, Get back in, and I mean, anytime Grayson County and Ohio County, it's it's exciting. Absolutely, a ju- judge ruled Friday that Kentucky's constitution prohibits a part of a new state law enabling donors to get tax credits for supporting private school tuition. Franklin Circuit Court Judge Philip Shepard said the state cannot implement the school choice elements of the House Bill 563. The ruling prohibits the creation of any account-granting organizations or education opportunity accounts, nor can the state grant any tax credits for these purposes. Uh, The law's opponents objected to using the state tax code to aid private education. Attorneys defended the law, arguing that tax credits don't amount to government spending, even if they decrease revenues. I... I'm gonna. I'm thinking appeal, most likely. So that's just uh, that's going to be the next step. Judge Shepard, there, you know, he carrying a lot of water for the Bashir administration and the the Kentucky Democratic Party. He kind of the lone holdout on being able to slow down the steamroller that is the supermajority in both chambers of the legislature. So I guess I shouldn't be surprised. But his, I sometimes I am concerned about. Uh, the appearance of how much objectivity that he has in some of these cases. However, I would not certainly not go anywhere near calling him an incompetent hack like one Matt G. Bevan did. So, Griswold. Matt Griswold Bevan, that's correct. Seven residents and staff members of a Kentucky nursing home that caught fire Sunday were taken to hospital with injuries. WLEX reports that crews at the Danville Fire Department were uh, went to Landmark of Danville Nursing Home uh, yesterday morning, saw smoke coming from a residential building. Uh, it's home of uh, 60, 60 residents and staff. They were evacuated within 20 to 25 minutes, and they were allowed to re- later return to the nursing home. But uh, that's, that's scary. That's scary, you, yeah, 100%. Anytime you hear of that, especially on a Saturday morning, you know, have a uh, Sunday morning, having a peaceful Sunday morning around and... Next thing you know, you've got problems. You Were you near Danville this weekend? No. Okay, so. no it was weird to have no Cougar or Colonel game. Okay. 
Very good. Six and zero, oh. Sam. I want to say again to you, six and zero. Oh. The Kentucky Wildcats are. Did you did yeah, you hear me say six, six and zero oh for the first time since nineteen fifty? It's seventy one years. Only the second time. Only only the second time, and the first time in seventy one years are the Kentucky Wildcats um, six and zero. Oh. They are four and zero oh in the SEC, and I mean that's even unheard of. They're bowl eligible before the bye week. They could have one of those cases where the bye week was early in the season, but this is the bye week is going to be after the seventh game, so you know it's not not far beyond halfway. So so to say you're bowl eligible by October the ninth, which is uh, when they became bowl eligible, is quite remarkable. Will Levis uh, helped account for five touchdowns as the then number sixteen Kentucky routed LSU 42 to 21. I I was confident in a victory, but I wouldn't you you couldn't have told me that a route was in store. They they played really well. Will Levis's run that he had where he just barreled oh, over a couple like carried a couple of people with him was was fantastic. Yeah, and I think that the moment that I knew I felt better was on LSU's opening drive where there was the blindside hit from behind on the quarterback, and he mm-hmm. fumbled the ball, yep. and Kentucky fell down on top of it, and then they marched down and went for it on fourth down because when they did that, I'm thinking, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. No, don't go for it on fourth down. And once they got that, I said, okay, cats are good. So Kentucky has been criticized over the years for when you have somebody down, finish them. Because we have a tendency to get getting somebody down and letting them wiggle their way back into the game. Going for it on fourth down was a little bit of UK swag going, okay, we're going to finish you right here. And can I just say, by the way, 42 to 21 is not really, that score is confusing. It wasn't even that close. No, yeah, was it? it was, it they was were dominated. Just trading scores at that point, and they went into conservative, just pounded away, kill the clock in the second half, and it was. And LSU couldn't rem- stop it. It's remarkable. I mean, no matter what happens coming up this week, uh, by the way, 11, do you th- Number, Are you satisfied with number 11? I think that's probably pretty accurate. I mean, satisfied, of course not, but I think that when you break it down and look at it, and that's probably where... You got one of the AP voters, though, where they routed LSU and they he moved them down spots. Yeah, I did, I did see that. Kind of like, oh, wait, wait a minute. That, yeah. that can't work. Um, but I think... I don't know that it'll make a change in the outcome between the hedges at Athens on Saturday. But I will say to you that being outside the top 10 can serve as motivation that we're still not getting the respect that is necessary, which might help keep focus this week. Not that we would ever consider what the Vegas line is in the state of Kentucky, because that's not against the rules. That's against the rules to think about that. Uh But, you know, it's 22 and a half. Take the 22, right? That's Yeah. I I would, would hope so. Yeah. I would hope so, but it just shows that. I mean, Georgia is really good. Yes, absolutely. Really good. They're banged up, and they're probably more banged up than we're banged up. Kentucky's but, banged up, too. But Kentucky is is uh, has more depth than, than Kentucky has ever had before. But that second tier, the twos, the Georgia twos are still better than the Kentucky twos. And so it's just going to – it's going to require an excellent game plan. It's going to require – I mean, it's going to – it can happen. But even if you lose on Saturday in, in uh, Athens, you still have the chance to finish 11-1. and one. I mean, and but uh, I thought L looked better. Tennessee looks better. Um, well, you know, forget about the fourth quarter, the yeah, UofL game? Just, yeah, but I mean, I just... Don't punch while they're down? L looks better than what they looked three weeks ago. Uh, well, they did going into yeah. Saturday, but there you go. And then WKU lost a shootout. Uh, the other day, what, 43-44, something like that was some final. More more Nintendo 52, football. 54. 52-44 was the final. Uh, the 34-33 was the UofL final in there. So. Anyway, I'm just going to have my mind on the dogs heading down to Athens. Cats and dogs coming up on Saturday. We'll tell you more about it. Hang around. Plenty on the way here on In the Know. Today is Columbus Day. 
It's also Indigenous Peoples Day today, thanks to Joe Biden. Oh, that tricky Joe. He just takes both factions, right, that are warring. The, the Columbus Day people and the Indigenous Day people. He says, you all can both have the same day and you can sort it out. I'm like, oh, you sly devil, you. It is also, um, what is it today? It is uh, Monday. Oh, it's Thanksgiving Day in Canada. It's Thanksgiving oh. in Canada. They oh. have theirs weeks earlier. Does, does than, that mean you're making one of your butter balls tonight? Then we do. No, I forgot to thaw one. I do have one. Um, well, you can, what is it, pour, pour water over it? Yeah, there will. Yeah. We don't we'll, learn, time today. we'll learn more about that. We will learn more about it in the coming weeks. However, I will tell you, there are no tricks that enable me to take a turkey that is the size that we have in the freezer one? and get it thawed before the end of the day. In Three time pounds to have for it every one day, I think is what it was. Yeah, Something it's, like that. It's, now, that's if you just refrigerate it. Mm-hmm. But doing the, the thaw method, you know, where you do the warm water, mm-hmm. that wouldn't even work on a 24-pound bird oh, to dang. have it ready to go today. Uh, you go, girl, day today. So, Sam, we're out. Um, I'll take it. National Sausage Pizza Day today. And I kind of ranked sausage pizza would probably be somewhere around between my sixth to fourth favorite pizza. Just sausage by itself. You know, I, I'm wow. I'm a supreme person at number one, and then if I can't have supreme, then I probably just want straight up pepperoni. Then if I then third, I want might want pepperoni and sausage, or maybe throw meat some lovers. mushroom on there or some. You know, I got to tell you, I'm not a huge fan of meat lovers pizza. I don't. I like. I like now, the the important question. Pineapple? No, absolutely okay, not. Good, no, good, good, good. Oh, Very much me. agree. Very much agree there. Pineapple doesn't go on pizza. I order it for her, but I don't eat it. No, I don't. I'm not a fan. But it might be one of those things she realized I wouldn't eat it. So, like, this will be my pizza, (laughs) and I'll. That guarantees there will be pizza there when I'm ready for it. Mm -hmm. That's right. I can't blame you. No, I I don't. I can't blame you. That's a good move. Do not like pineapple on pizza. No, I'm not a. By the way, I also won't eat like a barbecued. Uh, chicken pizza. I, I like barbecue I do chicken that. pizza. I, don't, oh, well. I do like that. that. I mean, it's not my go-to. Yeah, no, by no means. But if you give me a slice of it, I won't I'll not like eat it. I like it as well. I wish they would tone I, down the, the onion. But. I would eat barbecue chicken before I'd eat a Supreme. You know what I will eat? Pork chop sandwich. Mm-hmm. Oh. And I'm going to have a pork chop, chop sandwich or maybe four on Saturday, and it's not because of the gluttony, but because of the amount of time that I'm going to spend on Saturday at the Twin Lakes Marching Classic. That's coming up Saturday at uh, Grayson County High School. Are you going to bring any home? Um, if I don't eat them all first, it's going to be, it's going to, we're going to start early, and we got, well, the reason it's going to be a long day, 20 bands. It's a lot of bands. 20 Bands will be coming to the campus of Grayson County High School, and then you'll also get bonus band. You'll get the band of the land. The 21st band will be the Grayson County Marching Cougar Band. And so um, the one of the reasons that I want to mention it, rather than wait till later in the week, one, um, the Carol of the Bells will be here later in the week. I think Aaron and Ashley will be here. I can't remember what day. They'll be here one day this week to talk specifics. But the reason I want to mention it on Monday is because if you are a an alumni of Cougar Band, your help would be very much appreciated and welcomed on Saturday. More bands you have. They had capped it, by the way, at 16, and there was enough interest that they said, okay, we'll allow four more in, so we've got 20. But that means... Every band needs uh, handlers. They need routers. They need 20 bands means more cars to help be routed for parking. It means more help is needed in the hospitality room. This is a the, – the band works very hard to get their volunteers and their boosters organized for their fundraisers and those types of things. This is, like Spinal Tap says, turn it up to 11 because there's this huge um, – Burden on facilities and people. So even if you don't normally swim in the band booster circles and you're an alumni of the band and know a little bit about how how shows go and that type of thing, your help would be very much appreciated this week. And we'll put you in touch with the right people if you want to get in touch with us. I'm going to have the pleasure of hosting it on um, on Saturday. No, I do have to tell you. I will have my iPad over here 
With the UK game on? Well, because, so... Well, no, uh, you'll have to start with watching the center football game on Saturday, right? Well, can I do that on my iPad? Yeah, okay. of course you can. All right, maybe. Um, <laughs> so, kickoff is at 2.30. Mm-hmm. Guess what time senior recognition is? Oh, 2.30. At mm-hmm. 2.30. So, the, the nice thing about marching band is that they're in really 15-minute blocks. And you don't talk. That's Except right. at the beginning I, and I the have, end. I have a beginning and an end, uh-huh. and then... I, then I'll have, say, seven, eight minutes that one of my eyes can be, like, over here. Mm-hmm. And then one of my eyes can be down there on the field. And that's reasonable, isn't it, Sam? I shouldn't be forced to choose. We might even be able to hook you up with with an internet connection. That What? I, I, I had, yes, I was a half a step ahead of you on that. I don't know, maybe, maybe if we're feeling nice. Right. I was so, just going to say, could you leave behind? <laughs> could you so leave behind? Aaron and somebody? Ashley are going to be on the show on Friday. On Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Very good. Friday it is. So I just, uh, I think it's going to be a great event. I know a lot of the local restaurants will be happy because. Mm-hmm. A lot of people coming in. I don't know. Have you all seen teenagers eat? Oh, dear. They can do it. And we have girls. Yeah. I can yeah, only imagine eat. if you have boys. Yeah. So, um, the, and if you want to make donations to the hospitality room, because let's be real, this is why the bands are coming. It's because of the hospitality that's shown by the local community and by the high school and by the band program. So if you have things you want to contribute to the hospitality room, two liters of soda, you know, diet soda, jugs of tea, uh, whatever, it would be welcome. Yeah, it'll be exciting to see. I kind of hate that I'll be in Danville, not able to stop by and attend. By the way, only $10. That's not bad. $10 for 20 bands? You could spend an entire day there. You could. Well, (laughs) yes, you could, because I'm going to do it. (laughs) And I'm sure you might even be nice enough to throw an occasional UK score update over the PA system. You know, I did wondered about that. I was driving up I-65 on Saturday, and so I kept thinking, like, so how many people there really need my help in keeping track because they all are probably if they care they're doing the same thing I'm doing mm-hmm. they got they got their phone mm-hmm. down here on the keeping an eye on it I sh- isn't it reasonable I should be able to to observe both Sam two things I love I shouldn't well, it's like choosing between you're, children you're making this point I have so center kicks off at 12 central time on Saturday and it's about a 3 hour game so there will be about a 30-minute portion that I will have to – I'll probably have the stats up and be watching that and doing the center game at the same time. Hmm. Well, and then I'll be going to be running into the car to flip on Tom Leach and listen to that on the way home. Okay. I feel your, I feel your pain. I'm not going to publicly tell you how I consumed the UK-LSU game. No. She'll tell you during a break. <laughs> I will. <laughs> a new survey says over half of Americans will still have a Zoom Thanksgiving this year. Hmm. So, Sam, you have to travel a little further mm-hmm. for the holidays for your family. Are you Are you, Are you? you all back? You think you all will be back to normal this year? You don't I don't know. know. Well, last year we didn't do Thanksgiving. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I. That's not a conversation that we've had yet. I'm... And, I mean, our family's small. Sure. Yeah. But I don't know. Uh, I think a lot of people, though, I read this morning that a lot of people are maybe considering making this a full-time thing because uh, what Zoom has been able to do, everybody's gotten creative with a way to do it and be inclusive. But for those families that had to make choices, do we want to travel for Thanksgiving and stay home for Christmas or do we want to listen for us? We're all in situations where we're within a couple hour drive at most from home, but you've got people living, you know, Chicago that grew up in New York and and live halfway across the country. And there's a lot more people having to figure out what they want to do. And so there seems to be some thinking that this idea of having distanced Thanksgiving may be here to stay for a lot of Americans. I can't imagine doing it, but some people might. I saw a story on CBS Sunday Morning yesterday about supply line issues already being talked about on supply line and supply chain and being able to get the items that you want in time for Christmas, much less be able to participate in Black Friday. And it all comes down, by the way, to truckers. 
J.B. Schneider, CEO, was interviewed yesterday on CBS Sunday Morning, and he said just for their company alone, for every one order they do take, so that's for every truck load that they do take, they pass on one. So they're doing they're doing 50% of wow. what they could do if they were fully up to speed on having the number of drivers. People that work the ports, stuff's coming into the port of Los Angeles and the port of Long Beach and all the ports. They say they can't get it off the dock. It's just stacking up on the dock and they can't move it. So there will be some definite supply line issues that you need to be uh, concerned about. But here are some Black Friday shortages are real tips. Some Amazon shopping tips to get what you want and still save money. One, get a discount on brand new tech. Amazon has a trade-in page that if you go scouring around your house... We could spend about three days going around the building in our house finding old tech and mm-hmm. going to the Amazon trade-in page, and they'll give you credit for sending it back because it's all got – there are components in there that they want back to repurpose for something else. Agreed? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You oh, I did. absolutely yeah, well, agree. You, yeah, you shook your head big over there like, yeah. No, that was more you, in agreement. You yes. could probably even grab some things that are in this room right now. <laughs> well, a first-gen Amazon Echo – that maybe you're not using anymore. Is that first gen? Uh, that may not be first gen, but it's close. It could be second gen. You can get a $25 Amazon gift card if oh, you wow. send it back. I, you only, I mean, a new, one, so a new one's only like 22 bucks. Probably only paid 30 for it. I mean, you know, even there when it was so new. There are so many things I would like to package up and send back. Okay. Well, get your wheelbarrow ready because we can do it. Uh, request their wish lists now. Mm-hmm. You know, usually you wait until November and go, hey, what's on your wish list for? No, you need to do that sooner rather than later. Use up dwindling gift cards. Use coupon codes to save even more. Get Amazon Prime at a discount. And this one is interesting. Hide your searches. And the way that you do that is, let's say, for instance, and I'll use the example in this story. If I buy for you, Miss Buckles, a watch. Okay. And I buy it from our home there's a good chance that you'll start seeing ads for watches in your internet travels because we we are using the same IP address. Sure. And so they're serving up ads based upon that, that targeting. So you want to be careful about, you know, it might reveal what you've purchased. You suddenly start seeing ads for, you know, a trip to Tahiti, and I'll go, well, I guess well, I know that, what I'm getting for Christmas. Well, yeah. I'm again, not getting, I don't need a walk. I'm not getting a trip to Tahiti for Christmas, by the way. I was, again, using using somebody yeah. else's example. Nestle Toll House will have new peppermint cocoa cookies. No, thanks. I'll just take the traditional original ones. I mean, that doesn't sound bad, though, by any means. Well, and I love peppermint. I, here's, I mean, this sounds better than pumpkin spice cookies amen. or something. My relationship with Nestle Toll House peppermint cocoa cookies is going to go a little something like this. I'm going to go to a festive holiday gathering, and I'm going to look over there on the dessert table, and these are going to be there, and I'm going to say, that looks festive. How wonderful is that? Please give me the chocolate chip cookie. That's what I'll do. So you're saying that if if one Dennis C. Cook brought those in, you would not try one? Um, If it were the only cookie served, then yes, I would try one. But I'm telling you, at the dessert table, there's nowhere I go, there's one dessert. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's whether it's her side of the family or my side of the family, the dessert table, it's got stuff stacked on top of one another. Pies, it's like every, steaks. Everywhere. Everything you can imagine. There are four different varieties of chocolate pie. It's, you know I'm right. Yes? You are right. <laughs> yes, but, absolutely. I mean, on your side. My side, I mean, there are no chocolate chip cookies. On my side of the family. Oh, no, but there are 48 pies. Well, now that may be true. Yes, and then two types of cakes, and then and then it's always somebody's birthday, so they got to get a cake. My point is, there will never be a time where I will walk into a dessert spread, and there is the lone Nestle Toll House peppermint cocoa cookie, and I have to go, well, I guess it's going to be that. I see it, and I go, well, what a beautiful setting. Well, maybe your family is listening right now, and they're going to make that happen this year. Listen, his mama knows how much he loves her chocolate chip cookies. There's there's no way. There would be a revolt. (laughs) There would be be people storming the Bastille if there were were only one type of cookie on the table. It's just not going to happen.
we got to get to a break. We've got plenty more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. Did you know the memory capacity of the human brain is equivalent to more than four terabytes? Wow. Hmm. I, I think mine's a little bit less. You do? I, I, have a, uh, I have a four terabyte drive. How do they measure this? It's a good question. And right? and is that an average? I mean, but you know, there's obviously some some sway to that. But you know, I have a 4 terabyte hard drive that pretty much goes with me everywhere. So I look at it and I think everything I know would fit on this. Which is that sad or I is that impressive? I don't know. Well, it Hard depends upon are the files MP4s? <laughs> are they are they just JPEGs? Are they are they are a, they organized a, AVI files? Uh-huh. Like what are they? Are, are they, they in folders? Are they, or are they TXT files? <laughs> yeah, I mean, is, how does that work exactly? So I don't many know. questions. That's no so, formatting. That's exactly right. It's probably more of what my brain is. More of a TXT no format. Yeah, Unicode. Yeah. <laughs> the weekend box office figures are in No Time to Die, the latest installment in the James Bond franchise, debuted to $56 million at the domestic box office. Have, have you seen it? Because you're not. a Bond fan, oh, aren't you? I'm a major oh, Bond, Bond fan. And, you know, uh, 10 years ago, it would have been one that I made sure is like, oh, got to be there. But I'm not crazy about rushing out to the theater these days, especially when now, you know, other is, places is go. Is this on any of the HBO Maxes that you can no, spend this is, No, that was, that's kind of where they drew the line, too, is they said, well, we're not going to be able to – I'm not going to be able to uh, stream this. And so they just kind of said, um, you can see it at the box office, and then in a few weeks – Maybe we'll we'll do that, but it did underperform. They thought they thought sixty five million dollars was going to be the estimate. They thought sixty to seventy. It came in at fifty six, but it pushed it to about one eighty five worldwide. But the final Daniel Craig as James Bond film, uh, Kim Kardashian West hosted SNL this weekend. I heard she didn't do a bad job, right? She did a wonderful job. Uh, I'm. Not a huge fan of hers. I, you know, I have no strong opinion. The no, the no, the most I know about her came from when she sat down for that interview with David Letterman. I learned more about Kim Kardashian during that interview than the Netflix one. Anything I had known. Yes, my next guest needs no introduction, and so I found it to be very educational. I, she did not, she didn't pull any punches. She made fun of Kanye. She made fun of her, all of her family. The monologue was good. The jokes stung. It was, it was good. The uh, Bachelorette skit that she did, where she brought in all the celebrities, Chris Rock and John Cena and all that, it was good. I can't, uh, I can't argue with uh, the job that she did the week before Casey Musgraves did her full on uh, Jenny from Forrest Gump with her performance. I thought she did a a fine job too. We've had a second. There's somebody good coming up too for us now. Isn't there somebody that everyone's looking forward to? Um, Now that I'm thinking about it, maybe so. Owen Wilson, Casey Musgraves in week one. I liked both of them. It was uh, Kim Kardashian West and um, Halsey this past week. And then we'll get somebody else coming up this week. Second tease from uh, Adele on her new song called Easy On Me should be out soon. The Oh, Jason Sudeikis is co- in, oh, okay. on oh, the 23rd. Okay. Ted Lasso will be, uh, will be on. In, right. That 70s show is getting a 90s set spinoff on Netflix with Red and Kitty. Mm. No, that, that 90s show doesn't have the same appeal. I'm not sure. Let it go. We we don't have the ability to do that though. Seemingly, <laughs> there's plenty of ideas out there. We've seen that. I agree. There are definitely plenty of uh, ideas out there. And uh, Sam, you saw. Now you've seen all two seasons of Ted Lasso. Really, you good. got caught up last week, and so we. Di- I didn't overhype it. No, no. And I mean, I went in. I tried to go in completely blind. I didn't read much about it. I mean, I knew the premise, mm-hmm. but I, I very much, very much enjoyed it. A lot of good lines. And the, uh, the character development is, right, is really, really good, especially along. with him, Ted Lasso, because you can, in a lot of ways, relate. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Big twist at the end of episode 12, mm-hmm. season two, big twist. I'm like, oh, no, you can't do that. But all right, we got to get to a break. We'll come back. We'll finish it up for the morning here on In the Note.
MVs point to ponder for today. Do they make flat earth snow globes? That would seem to be if there's a market, you know, how many flat earthers we've got out there, which, by the way, I'm just not sure. I, I've never had a lot of conversations with flat earthers to entertain the argument on why they think. I, I mean, I've seen the earth from space thanks to photography, and it's round. Those are fake, though. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. as, as I read once, if, if the earth was flat, a cat would have already pushed everything off of it. or somebody would have fallen over the edge we've received no reports and what happens when you go over one edge do you just come back up on the other edge yes i mean that's how you fly (laughs) but it does seem to me that there there are very few products that you can't find in this world whether you're a hobbyist of whatever or whatever belief system you have so it just sort of seems like to me Mm-hmm. There would be a flat earth snow globe. But what happens if all the snow gets trapped underneath the earth? Then it can't go over the top. I don't. I'm not sure. It's a heck of a ponderance. Boop, 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 boop. Yeah, I have other things to think about. <laughs> <laughs> sure that there's somebody that we can talk to. Maybe we can find a flat earth specialist that can come on the show one day. NCIS. Regular. And okay. unleaded <laughs> yes. NCIS regular, the Jethro Gibbs version, and NCIS Hawaii, both on television tonight. Who's got the NFL game tonight, Sam? Oh. Do you know? Um, Colts. That sounds about right. And Ravens. Sounds about right, because I, I, didn't, right. I didn't remember seeing a score for either of them yesterday. I think, think that's right. More baseball tonight? Yeah, I'm still yeah. willing to acknowledge. I'm, Boy, so I've, I'm still in my two weeks of mourning. I watched uh, Ted Lasso. Mm-hmm. I've watched the first episode of Ted Lasso. Not the first episode. Of the two I had to c- consume last night, at, uh, at the end of 11, I flipped over, and eight seconds later... The home run to end the walk off by to end, Christian Vasquez. Yeah, by Vasquez gave the Boston team, the Boston baseball team. Have you? Are you done with your morning yet? Uh yeah. yeah I mean, yeah. Listen, they were not even in a position. Yeah. See, last week I watched Ted Lasso instead of watching the playoffs, and I enjoyed it a little bit more since my Reds disappointed yet again. To be expected. Just completely laid an egg in that one game. But they shouldn't have been in that position. They just they shouldn't have been in that. You, Tampa Bay's I, good. I don't know how. No, they didn't look very good last night. Yeah. Long long playoffs, right? Can't say long season. They're down, though, 2-1 in the series. I know that, which is Astros up 2-1. Yeah, was some, there was a lot of oddities just over the weekend, like rule, rule oddities. Mm-hmm. There's a lot to digest yesterday. By, by, by the way, can I say, and maybe no one else will, but in that fourth and one setting on Saturday night when uh, UK was going for it and they drew LSU offsides, mm-hmm. hey, heads up and congratulations to Luke Fortner. Luke Fortner then, he leaned forward to make it look like LSU initiated the contact because they jumped offsides. That was a penalty on LSU. That was not a penalty on Kentucky. If that game would have been close, I would have been a lot more upset about it. But then I realized, oh well. But it's one of those though. In the the reason that I the reason it's memorable to me is because it stands well, out. Like it it didn't change the game, but it's one of those where you go yet again. Fundamentally, they're doing very smart things, doing exactly what you would want your center to do. You know, center's managing that line of scrimmage. I just found it funny that Cole Kubelik from the SEC Network asked Coach Toops. At halftime, said, "Did you call that timeout just to yell at the refs?" And he's like, "Well, yeah, I did. Yeah, I just called probably. it to yell at the refs." <laughs> the other thing that I like too is I like Chase Elliott wishing Kevin Harvick a happy off season and a happy Christmas yesterday after, after their after their dust up at Charlotte. So anyway, the big sports weekend. Today's highlight in history: this date in 1968, Apollo Seven, the first manned Apollo mission, was launched with astronauts Wally Shara, uh, Don Fulton Isel, and uh, R. Walter Cunningham aboard. Bill Clinton and Hillary Rodham Clinton 
uh, Hillary Diane Rodham. They got hitched this day in 1975. Happy anniversary. <laughs> An- Anita Hill testified before the Senate Judiciary <laughs> Committee in 1991. There was a big story on CBS today about that. I wonder why they were showing her. It's because it's the 30-year anniversary of that. Birthdays today. Daryl Hall of Hall & Oates is 75 today. Steve Young, Football Hall of Famer, 60. Joan Proud Cusack lefty. is 59. He is. Lefty, oh, Steve yeah. Young's a lefty. I never paid any attention. I didn't really like the 49ers. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Steve Young, yeah. I like the 49ers. Jane Krakowski is 53 today. Michelle Wee, the golfer, is 32. And Cardi B is 29 today. I like Jane Krakowski on 30 Rock. He's funny on that. I like Jane Krakowski as the host of Name That Tune. Today, uh, gone but not forgotten, H.J. Hines, catch-up mogul. Thank you very much. Born this date in 1844. Can you imagine what the world would be like if it were just a hunt's world? Right. Or my mom's favorite is red gold. Interesting. Ah, uh, hmm. school teacher. Right? I bet most schools, I bet schools are more likely to do the packets of red gold. You don't think? No, we had... Like off brand. Well, they took away ketchup my last my last year there because <laughs> you couldn't use it responsibly. Yeah, I, I don't know. Eleanor don't Roosevelt, born in eighteen eighty four. We weren't allowed any condiments Dottie except for West hot sauce in nineteen thirty two. You could have hot sauce because <laughs> it's healthier, I guess, than than ketchup. <laughs> yeah, I have so many questions about that. They left <laughs> us with pepper, but no salt. Well, I can see that. I think they were doing the things that kids were less likely to want. That's just what it was. So they weren't saying they were denying you of everything. No. They were just denying you of the They gave us what they called ranch, but (laughs) (laughs) more like ranch-flavored water. Yeah. Yeah. Yuck. Mm. 1957, the Everly Brothers, number one, with Wake Up Little Susie. Wake up, little Susie, wake up. This is the song. This is the song Drew Franklin had never heard before. Did you hear that a few weeks? Oh ago? yeah, I and you know what? When they had played it, I had never heard it either. Really, you yeah. hadn't heard "Wake Up Little Susie"? Yeah. Interesting. Let's and go to 1966. Drew's even from that portion of the state. Right, as a kid from Madisonville, I would have thought that you would have heard most all the Everly Brothers songs. Four times reach out. I'll be there. Was number one. This date in '66. I'll be there. That's what they say. Neil Sadaka with an assist from Elton John. Number one in 75 with Bad Blood. You mentioned this, and I was really thinking we were going to get an Elton John reference in Ted Lasso. Was it an Elton John that they were going to go in one of the episodes? Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. And I thought we were going to get something, but we didn't. I just love the way they write everybody into it, making Reba McIntyre references and, of course, Dolly Parton. Right? <laughs> it's who they, it's just so good. Well, she even tweeted something about it. Yeah. I saw that. I believe you had left tickets for me at yeah. Richmond. Yeah, because, yeah, there's that where Roy Kent has to go and ask for tickets. Was it under Dolly Parton? Uh, or Reba. It's yeah. one of the other two. Yeah. But um, <laughs> the Danny Trejo. You know, when he has to kick the PK at the end of 12, and then they shoot over there to the dog. You know, because you <laughs> kind of forget how the season, how season two starts. You know, the the trauma involved for Mr. Football's <laughs> life until you just, it just felt like a, like the, it had come full circle in the season. You know, he just, football is life. It was good. I highly recommend. Even if you're not a, even if you're not a, you would speak even not as a sports Absolutely. fan of enjoying yeah. it because you can relate. It yes. has very little to do with sports. I mean, no, it's just enough. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. Nineteen eighty-four, Chicago number one. Great album. Probably shouldn't watch it around the kids. Either. Yeah, yeah. Roy Kent's got a little bit of a got a little bit of a mouth. Did you see Roy Kent on the Emmy Awards? Listen, no. Did he not swear? 
No, he definitely oh, did. did he? Yeah. But but his niece, oh my goodness. <laughs> Phoebe. Phoebe, yes. You like her drawings? She's <laughs> <laughs> quite the artist. She's the cutest kid. <laughs> oh. 1993. Billy Joel, number one. With the River of Dreams. In 02, Vanessa Carlton, number one with Ordinary Day. Adele, someone like you, 10 years ago today. And BTS, number one a year ago today with Dynamite. Sam, I'm sorry we didn't get to the K-pop song. I know how much you like BTS and K-pop. not a bad song by any means. I know we played it a lot when it was in its hits. I just didn't want you to walk away and be sad. For the day, I'll it's better than Gangnam Style. Try to work in some K-pop for you tomorrow. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Without risk, there is rarely reward. Without risk, there is rarely reward. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Remember, God loves you, and I do too. If you don't know Jesus, let me know, and I'll introduce you. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for B, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.